Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Dollar. Welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's Fryer podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, Connor. I'm following all the health and safety regulations of this building site that we're apparently <laughs> recording on. So, I have come to your home today. Yes, you have, and, and you're very welcome. And I, I, I always feel welcome here. Excellent. But, uh, just as we are about to start recording, Morning. Um, some two men outside have decided to start drilling, which is very nice of them. And drilling, sawing, yeah. hammering. It's weird, isn't it, that they, they brought that trombone? <laughs> the marching band seems excessive, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, it's just a gutter, it's a simple, simple a, procedure. A simple patch job is all you need. <laughs> I don't actually know what they're working on. No, but we just as we started to record, we could hear the drilling and the two of us looked at each other and said, we should probably mention it straight out, because it's quite yeah. funny that right now, the minute I leave... Going to stop. They'll they'll walk away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they'll see you leave. (laughs) (laughs) They follow me. They're Um, your crew. So this is Movie Monday, Sean. And normally you are my expert at all things movies. Absolutely. Mm. I have a degree in movies. Yeah, so now... Unfortunately, this movie is dropping the day after the Super Bowl. This episode is dropping. Sorry, what did I say? The movie. This movie. This could be a movie. Yeah, it's a movie of our lives. Absolutely, Every- but in its audio form. <laughs> There's going to be no sequel. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, no, this episode will be dropping after the Super Bowl, so uh, unfortunately we are recording this before the Super Bowl, yeah. so we... Do not know what trailers have dropped the Super Bowl. And we will get to those trailers next week. We also don't know who won the Super Bowl. Uh, we don't know who won. And I'm up for the team that wins. Oh, go team, says uh, who, I. Who's your pick? Oh, the players. <laughs> I hope they have a fun time. It's between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Oh, it has to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, of course. well done. You yes. know the Kansas... I was very surprised you knew the city. <laughs> well, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan myself. Are you? A little Who's bit, your yeah. favourite player? Oh, I forget his name, but I used to have one. 
<laughs> I forget his name, yeah. but I used to have one. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, you're a you're a diehard. <laughs> um, you're like one of those ultras. <laughs> so, uh, this is Movie Mondays, and let's get straight into the news. So, we're starting off this week, as I said, no Super Bowl trailers. No. So, we just have general news. No, no big trailers this week. But what I do have is the first reaction of the birds of prey and the total emancipation of or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn excellent title so this movie is coming out at uh, February 7th February 4th okay very soon or, yeah so it's first week of February anyway um, and obviously they've screened it for all the critics or yes. just people in LA people who are much more fancier than people us. who have enough money that they get invited to these things exactly now, uh, these are historically we've seen a lot of like it's the best movie ever. Standing ovation. Yes. And I remember Superman got a standing ovation. Apparently. That's Appa- what they reported. By, by, the, the, by, by the Warner Brothers chief, Executives. Or chief, the guys in old white men in suits going, yes, no. Who are Marta. just excited to see film and sound at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously you can't read too much into this, but the uh, reviews coming out of it are very positive. Okay, good. Now, this is actually one of those weird situations where the reviews are coming out very positive but there's also an embargo on all reviews until the night before it arrives that's an odd one whenever there's an embargo I always think they're doing that because they don't want people to give it a bad name before it comes out yeah because see like reviews generally avoid spoilers mm. as well like the the pre-release reviews but a lot of what they'll say is like oh the third act isn't is it drags a bit yeah. or it's, it's generic or something like that so, I think that they might just be trying to avoid, like, saying that certain beats don't match with the rest of the film, if you get me. Well, like... Because that's the only critique you can level. In my experience, all movies that have an embargo at the start, they normally do that for a reason. Yeah. Whereas, if a movie knows that they're good, they normally don't have an embargo. But on the other side, they could be embargoing because... And I, this is why I've used this new story, because I have just thought of something yesterday. Okay. For example, if I was a cynical man, I might say... Not like you at all. Not like me at all. I might say that they have an embargo on the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn in this Birds of Prey movie because of a certain Jared Leto who might be appearing and they don't want to ruin the surprise of him appearing in the movie. Very possible. In a cameo appearance, even. A quick quick one and done kind of thing. I like that theory. I have another theory. Do you remember what happened... When people were allowed to review Captain Marvel before it came out. Uh, no. It got tanked on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yes, because people, because women aren't allowed to have movies. Absolutely. Yes, we all know that. Now, this is a movie with many women. Oh, in there's it. so many women. There's way more women in this than Captain Marvel. So, Hang on, I'm trying to count the birds of prey. There's like five times more women. So, I, maybe that's it as well that they're trying to get out ahead of all the, mm. you know, the certain type of. Movie Gord is going to watch this. Yes. Mm. Men. Men. <laughs> Name Doug. <laughs> Sorry to all the dogs listening. Yeah. We don't mean it. You're great. I'm sure you are. Except for you. Except for, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, it's not me, it's you. It's, it's definitely Even if your name isn't even Doug. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not too mad that there's an embargo on it. Personally, I don't read reviews before I go and watch a movie anyway. Okay. But so do you want me to read these reviews out to you? Because I have a few little tweets of people just giving short 
There's no spoilers in it. Yeah, yeah. But fine. you get a general vibe. You, uh, I have hashtag Birds of Prey is like if John Wick were run through a crazy funhouse filter and stuff full of glitter and f bombs. Nice. It's everything you could ever want from Harley Quinn and her badass girl gang. Okay. Very positive. The, uh, you have Birds of Prey is a ridiculous and rad superhero film. The fight scenes are phenomenal and the villains are delicious. It shouldn't have taken this long to get the Birds of Prey on film, but it was a lot of fun. Birds of Prey, winning characters, above average action and a killer soundtrack, hampered by uneven tone and pacing. But uh, the girls at their best are at their best together and they're not really together enough. But when they are... It really works. So the ensemble, the general vibe you get is the ensemble is great, the action scenes are great. Um, it might be a little uneven in certain parts, but yeah. that's going to happen, especially if you have an ensemble, ironically, because you have a lot of moving parts at once. Yeah, and there's a, you said as well, there's a lot to go through with each of those characters. Oh, like, everybody has so much backstory. Like, I've done a Hero Zero on the majority of them, Yeah, and if, I've, if I can do a half an hour Hero Zero on each one of their backstories, yeah. and the movie's oddly... What, two hours long? Yeah. And there's five of them. It's a lot to get <laughs> through. It's a lot to get through. And, and, to, and to have a plot as well. And to have a plot as well. So you've just, you've to introduce all of these characters who none of us have had any, We haven't seen any of them in live action. Yeah. Other than Harley Quinn. Yeah, actually, when you think of it. So like, the, we've seen Montoya in the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, but that's... But not, that, not comic book But Montoya. that's not even really her. Like, no. She's, like, she comes across as bad, is it in The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Or is it that the... Uh, that's the, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Um... But I just think if you have to introduce all, we always say origin stories are hard. Yeah, you have five origin stories at once. But but also this isn't an origin film. No, there's no origin right. film. They're just there. They're just they have yeah. their backstory. And Suicide Squad tried to do that by having all those titles of all the names cut up. Yeah. Didn't really work. No, not the best way. This of going is about. Slipknot. Also, they just stole that from an animated movie. Didn't <laughs> they did, yeah. yeah. They, they stole that from uh, Assault and Arrow. Mm. So um, I think the the general vibe of getting this is that it's going to be a fun romp. This is my most look forward to movie. I think for the next few months anyway. For I think I think it was like top two or top three in my uh, most anticipated movies of the year. Till New Mutants comes out, yeah. yeah. To New Mutants, of course, took the number one spot since <laughs> then. But um, I think this could be really, really good. Yeah, I think it, and I think they're due for a win. You yeah. know, uh, I, I, I will, I'll say. I, it. I like the description of it's like if John Wick were run through a crazy funhouse filter because that's what it should be. That's like. that's the Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn should be John Wick. With glitter and F-bobs. Just unstoppable and crazy and colourful. Yeah, like, there's no... Uh, John Wick, I feel, is a lot more systematic. Like, takes apart your gun, puts yeah. you lots of times, then takes you down one limb at a time, where Harley yeah. Quinn is just manic aggression. She'll swing a bat at you and use the momentum to kick another dude in the head. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, they're your first um, first looks at Harley, uh, Harley Quinn and uh, the rest of the Birds of Prey movie. I think it's going to be... It's, it's clever, as we've always said, since this movie came out, you got to rely on Har- Margot Robbie. She's your biggest star. Yeah, she's the draw, because we don't know anyone else. Exactly. That's what, And that's why it's an origin movie for everyone else. So you use her to introduce everybody else. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm interested to see Black Mask as well. I think that'll be fun. It's Ewan McGregor. Oh, you, got Ewan. you got Ewan. You got Ewan. Hang on to Ewan, lads. <laughs> He's so good. Um, I don't want to see any more footage of that, by the way. There's probably going to be some at the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. I feel like I should avoid that. What if it's just a recut of what we've already seen? I'm okay with recuts, but even recuts, why am I watching it then? Yeah, fair. Like, I've already seen all that stuff. Um, okay, moving on. Speaking of recuts... Oh, Snyder. Lethal Weapon 5. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 5. So we talked about last week... How Bad Boys for Life is just a Lethal Weapon. Sorry, Bad Boys 3 for Life. Bad Boys 3 for Life, sorry. Yeah. 
Get it right. Is <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4 or for life? <laughs> or they're old and past it. Yeah. Okay. Basically. But there's a new Lethal Weapon. But Lethal Weapon 5 is they're even more old and, and even, even more, more past it. And Mel is just a bit weird now. He is. Yeah. Now, does he still act weird? I don't understand. So Lethal Weapon 5 is looking good to go with Fuck all sake. the original cast returning and the first director. All the original cast. Yes. You've you've got you've got Daddy, you've got Mel, <laughs> you got Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe, I don't know actually if Joe is coming back. What? That, that's actually a good point. But he's um, up for an Oscar, of course. Um, so Renee Russo, who also played Mel Gibson's wife in the movies, she's also returning. Um, and Richard Donner will direct, and he directed the other ones. Okay, so. They are all returning for this big Jesus one Christ. final blast. They're not too old for this shit, Sean. They're back. Are, are, have they been street level cops this whole time, or did they get a promotion at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't street level cops in the first one. They were detectives. Yeah, like. detect. What, what do you mean? Like they want to be? Do you think Danny Glover should be like captain of the NYPD? Something like that. Are they the NYPD or the uh, LAPD? They're LA, I think. I don't, I, to be honest I don't, look, I don't think it matters. They're policemen. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't, they're not chasing down criminals at 60 or 70 years old, are they? Uh, they have to be like desk jockeys. I would like to see Mel Gibson chase down a criminal at 60 years old. But then it just turns into like a taken four scenario. Yeah. I want to see crazy <laughs> Mel, big beard, oh, you've wild seen the beard. hair. Yeah. Just fucking chased out a young 22-year-old and he's faster than them somehow. Un- it's unexplained, but he's but- fitter and faster than that 22-year-old. And the 22-year-old is, like, ripped to shreds. Oh, of course, like, yeah, like, peak physical <laughs> condition. Peak physical condition. Usain Bolt. But the twist with this movie is that Mel Gibson is the one saying, I'm too old for this shit. That, do you think that will be it? That has to be it. Mm, and, mm. and then Murtaugh's like, get up, Riggs. <laughs> He does say that. Yeah. That is his quote. That's, that's his famous saying. <laughs> get up, Riggs. <laughs> he delivers it with that kind of attitude as well. <laughs> hey, He's... get up, Riggs. Okay, I... off we go. Presumably he doesn't need to work. <laughs> I don't think so. So, it's the fifth movie in this franchise. Is there anything left? We've already seen them fight Jet Li. What's left? You always peak when you fight Jet Li. Jet Li is the peak in the rain. See, do they do like the Skyfall thing and now it's technology is the enemy. Mm. And they're old school cops and they have to go off the grid to solve a crime. Is that not the plot of Die Hard 4.0? It's the plot of every movie yeah. where they bring someone back after a few the, years. Do you know what? That's actually, I've never thought of it, but every single 80 star who's come back, the biggest enemy is technology. Yeah. Google Chrome. <laughs> Google Chrome is the enemy. Uses all your RAM. <laughs> it's just Danny Glover just stared at it. I'm riddled with antivirus <laughs> software. He's just trying to connect with his Blackberry and it's not working for him. <laughs> what Bluetooth rigs? Get up! In- infrared that file to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're still infrared yeah. to each other. Don't fucking move, Mel! If it gets dusty, it'll slow down. Oh, man. Murtaugh's done a... No, is it Riggs has done a lot of cocaine. He's not st- keeping still for that rig. No, not at like, all. They, that, those phones aren't staying beside each other for that. Rig- whole 100% Riggs is shook like <laughs> he's, he is shook it he is shook it he is shook it so where do you go from here like as you said are they just captains of the police department we're more excited about this by the way than any other movie cause I know yeah we love we a little bit this is just fascinating to see how they'll do it I think what if like uh, Mel Gibson's character Riggs is get up Riggs get is up, what Riggs. Murtaugh says we've all heard it yes what if he's captain 
he's in the position of power. Murtaugh's retired. But he's a wild one. I know, but right? he's changed since his youth. Oh. But, uh, and then... Mel hasn't. <laughs> Mel's gotten worse. Mel has gotten much, much worse. <laughs> I think he was always like this, but everyone just let him off. <laughs> because he was in Lethal Weapons. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, and then, Murtaugh's retired. Murtaugh's done with it all. Okay. But then an old case comes up and he needs Murtaugh's help. And Murtaugh's family gets kidnapped. Isn't that Lethal Weapon 4? Murtaugh's... Yeah, this is literally just the... No. Murtaugh's family always get kidnapped. Or his house gets set on fire or a I think that was the same episode, same movie. Is that not true that his house gets set on fire? Maybe it happens in 4 as well. 4 is Jet Li. 3 is the housing, the construction. Yeah. Um, two is on it ends on the boat at the end with the load yes 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 and one is uh, the fight is on the middle of the garden outside his house yeah but in every single movie one has one where he jumps off the car park and they think he's trying to commit suicide oh god um, boy he's just that's one yeah that, I think that's one where that's, he, how, that's when Riggs gets brought in yeah he, yeah yeah so he he gets he joins it's not like a guy who's going to commit suicide and he's like, come on, we'll jump together. Yeah. Come on, yeah, let's go. Let's like, go. Yeah. That, that's number one, because they're showing how crazy he is. He's a wild card. But I think I think every single movie, uh, Murtaugh's house gets either set on fire or broken down yeah. or... Ramsacked. Ramsacked. Or just his family are just in tatters constantly. There was a bomb in his toilet. Oh, yeah. And he was taking a shit. <laughs> and then... Yeah, and then were they trying to defuse a bomb at one point? <laughs> While he was sitting, it yeah. was classic. It, it was, was amazing, classic. it was so good. Love Let's go watch Lethal Weapon. We should watch Lethal Weapon again, before this comes Which out. Which one? One, two, All three or them. four? All of them in a row. Or one and four. Are one and four the strongest? I think so. Mm, I think so too. <laughs> but Joe Pesci's pretty good. He, oh, Joe Pesci, he's putting in acting. Yeah. Like, he tells that story about how he killed his frog. Oh, yeah. I don't, it actually doesn't say that Joe Pesci will be back. So we cannot confirm nor deny if Joey's going to be back. I'll tweet him later. You, you have a, you ring him. Yeah, I have the direct line. You have the direct line to Joe, because he's coming off an Oscar nomination. I know, so he's, he's free as a bird. And so he's got nothing to do with this stage. He can like, pick and choose his projects. Um, are we thinking that Lethal Weapon 5, a billion dollars? Two. Two billion dollars. Bigger than dollar. Avengers Endgame. Three billion dollars? Three bigger... Three bigger... Three bigger... <laughs> three bigger dollars. Three bigger than Endgame. <laughs> um, imagine it actually did get three dollars bigger. That would bigger. be ludicrous. I'd love it. Mel would be like, just on a troll of money. James Cameron's just there like, I'm so confused. Oh, I can't wait Avatar 6 beats the two of them. Then they'll see. Danny Glover has to be... How old is Danny Glover? He's gotta be... 85? I don't know. Dare I Google Look up it? how good... If Mel Gibson is what? He's at least 60. He's at least 100 he's in, at least in his two, mind. It, oh, no. He's at least 26 in his mind. He's <laughs> at least true. he's at least that's 65 in real life. Danny Glover. Maybe we're underestimating these lads. Age. Danny Glover age. 73 years old. 73, okay. Okay. That's not bad. He's looking well now. He, I seen him in Jumanji. He's not looking too bad. No, he's getting back into it in a big year. People also search for Danny DeVito, Donald Glover and Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. We're looking for Mel. Joe Pesci's 76. Fucking hell. Yeah. Look. You never would have said Joe Pesci was older than Danny Glover. No, yeah. That's weird. Danny Glover just has more, like, authority to him, I think. <laughs> yeah. Father. <laughs> Father Glover. Father Glover. Um, yeah, so Little Women 5 is in production. Everybody's coming back. We can't wait. Will this make more than $10? Does anybody care anymore? We'll see it twice. 
I think other than me and you going to see this, I don't know if nostalgia is that strong. I don't know. It's not I like feel like I, I feel like it would bring people to the cinema who saw the other one. I think that Lethal Weapon Four was was that was their one that brought people back because it was the send off. Yeah, you know? but this is a send off of the send off. And then they might do another. Maybe if they do another, Mel just be around. Lethal Weapon Six. Yes, do Passion of the Christ Seven. <laughs> Surely that story's told. How much passion does he have? Too much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Linda Hamilton, another star from the 80s, Absolutely. Sean. Absolutely. Now, she recently returned to Dirt Terminator. Yes, Dark um, Fate. Dark Fate. And that movie had its own Dark Fate, Sean. It tanked. It did not make too Critically much money. and commercially. So somebody asked her, Linda, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And she says, Linda, Linda has said that she would really love to be done with the Terminator franchise. Amazing. Wouldn't we all, Linda? <laughs> I really want my time back from the last three. Uh, like, you can't blame her, because every one she's been in since two yeah. has been... She hasn't been in any of them since two. Is this the one she returned? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was in a picture or something in three. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like, to see you were in the most successful movie of the 80s. Probably, I don't fucking know. But James Cameron will probably tell us at some stage. He's at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, he, yeah, but he'll like shout up and be like, Avatar got number one, also the, Terminator! The bubble comes up and that when it pops, that's what it says. <laughs> but like, and then you've just seen the, the franchise go down and down and down and down and down. Yeah. And then you make your big return. And they're like, no, this is it. This is the real sequel. Mm. And she has to suffer through And it this. is the best of the of, sequels? Of the follow-ups to 1 and 2, yeah. But that's not really saying much because, I mean, let's be honest, uh, 3 is not good. 3 is not good. 4. 4 is worse. Worse. But it's also somehow like a different story altogether, really. Yeah. And then 5 is just... 5 is... First Genesis? five minutes of five is pretty decent. Yeah. And then falls off a cliff. Goes wrong real quickly. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't blame her for saying that. And props. For, I'm, she can just say whatever she wants now. So she is doing. She did an interview there with THR last week, and she laid out her feelings on the matter in pretty straightforward terms, saying it should definitely not be such a high risk financial venture. But I would be quite happy to never return. So no, I'm not hopeful because I would really love to be done. <laughs> Imagine we said that about this podcast. <laughs> That'd be a fairly cut and dry. Like, oh no, that's it. I'm not coming back. I don't want to. No, I don't like it. She did. I didn't have fun. It didn't I, make any money. It was worthless. Yeah, she, she must have trained for so long. Yeah. for that movie, and to just and then it's all like gone by the wayside. I mean, I don't know. Um, that said, Hamilton made it clear that if some if there were something new that really spoke to me. I am a logical person, and I will always consider viable changes. However, the odds of that happening are fairly unlikely, I would say. I think this series might be terminated. Oh, very good. Actually, they'll never kill it, will they? No, no, if Arnie's still alive. Yeah, they'll just keep pumping Actually, out. Actually, it'll be until Arnie's still alive, and then when he passes away, yeah. they'll, still, they'll bring it back for one more. Like, yeah. he's passed away. Let's remember him with the Terminator. Yeah, let's honour him. With another Terminator movie of some kind. But no one wants it. I, like, if anything, this has proved... Like, even like quality of filmmaking, quality of effects, whatever. I don't think people are interested in the Terminator anymore. No, like... But what is it just because people have been burned so much? 
It might be that, but it's it also could be the fact that like we have outlandish explosive action movies. Mm-hmm. Like I think that itch is scratched. I don't like but back when Terminator came out there was nothing else like it. But Terminator 2 is still one of the best movies. Like just action movies. Yeah. Start to finish. Yeah, but also that offered you something you'd never seen before. Yes. Like the T one thousand. Whereas effect. then everybody copied off that. Yeah. And now Terminator is just guns and explosions and effects we've seen a thousand times by now. Interesting. They're not innovating with Terminator anymore. Now, Terminator Dark Fate had a budget of nearly 200 million. Too much. And that's not considering the marketing and the release budget. Yeah, they generally said double it. Yeah. And it gets you the whole price. So, they, Variety had said that it might be an extra 100 million dollars. Yeah. For, so it may, so it cost probably about 300 million dollars to just get into the cinemas. Yeah. How much did it make? $261 million. Failure. Worldwide. So they lost Jesus. $49 million. Like, you could, you could make many movies for $49 Sorry, million. Sorry, $39 million. Yeah, yeah, maths. Yeah. For, for $39 million, you can make... You can make Parasite four times I, or something. I like could that. live off $39 million. For the rest of my days. For, no, tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I'm a, big, a wild night I'm a big spender. <laughs> Put it all on red. So Linda Hamilton has very st- strategically said, in a very just straight out their way, no. <laughs> but if they change everything and I decide I might like if it. If they change everything and I know for a fact it'll make a billion dollars, then yes. Yes. But also, No. Just stop making Terminators for a just, while. Maybe just for a little bit. Just until you have an idea that doesn't focus around there's a new Terminator. But this time, it's more personal. Oh. Oh, I'm back in. Ooh. Get up, Riggs. <laughs> back to you, Murta. Um, are we like Riggs and Murta? Who's the Riggs or Murta this oh, who's, the, who's the wild card? Uh, you. Me in terms of energy levels, I find. I think, yeah, you, you could vary wildly between week to week. <laughs> That's true. Whereas I, I think I have a constant stream of just whatever. Yeah. I think you, it you're, depends. And you're too old for this shit. I am too... I'm older than you, so technically... You would be the Murtaugh. Get up, Riggs! <laughs> yes, Murtaugh. <laughs> That's how he responds. You could, anyone listening is like, they've actually never seen a Lethal Weapon movie. No, we just know, like, plot points. Yeah, if, if that's how it is, how... Get up, Riggs. Yes, Murtaugh, I will. <laughs> Thank you for the encouragement, friend. We will write your screenplay. Just send it on. We will we'll read we'll it. We'll voice act it. Yeah, we'll be grand. who cares? Um, moving on to our next piece of news. Deadpool. So, now Deadpool has moved over. To Marvel. To Marvel. Has been bought out because it was with Fox. Now, Deadpool writer has come out and said that this third movie can absolutely be R-rated under Disney. Unreal. You're right? Yeah. Good stuff. Excellent But then stuff. he said, it might also not be under the Disney umbrella. Oh. Interesting. My have, oh, my feelings. Yes. What's going on there? So, would they not put the Disney logo on it and just release it as Marvel? Now, now you're kind of picking up on what okay. I'm throwing down here. Because Deadpool franchise co-writer Rhett Reese says the upcoming Deadpool 3 can absolutely retain its R rating under Disney, who acquired Fox for, like, se- how much? 78 billion or 71. something? 71.3 billion. 71.3 billion. Billion. Dollars. 
Yeah, I said billion. Sorry. I thought you said million. I was like, no, no, no I said thousand. <laughs> it was worthless when they bought dollars. <laughs> to be fair, it was fantastic for. <laughs> no one would take it. Um, star and producer Ryan Reynolds in December confirmed development on the next Deadpool movie, which is under Kevin Feige and the Marvel Studios. Um, but they've also said that he actually, in his own words, he's like, we're working on it right now with the whole team. Now we're at over at Marvel Studios. We're like in the big leagues all of a sudden. It's kind of crazy. That they've the, gone from, like, probably just three people writing it. Yeah, and no one trusted them anyway. No one cares. Yeah. To, oh, no, now you're, you're like, a flagship f- uh, property for us. Yeah, so Ray Reese is now, uh, he has said that absolutely it will do the R rating, but, because I don't think it'll be under the Disney banner, is what he has said. Okay. Um, like, I don't think when you go to Deadpool 3, there's going to be a magic castle that appears. I think it's going to be under the Fox banner. So, yes. Yeah, because it, it's... Uh, they they changed like it's not called 20th Century Fox anymore it's like 20th Century Searchlight or something like that 20th Century Pictures or Cinema or yeah something like that but I could imagine them Mm. releasing it through that because that's what they're doing with a lot of stuff I think that's their way of like but if it's under that banner is it in the MCU then? I think if it's uh, I don't know I think it depends how you write it Mm. I don't think I I think they'd be mad as writers not to address the fact that Fox was bought by Disney. Yes. You know, I think they'd have to reference that somewhere. Deadpool would have to reference that. Exactly. For example, in the last, in the first one, didn't he say, like, is it McAvoy or Stewart? These timelines are confusing. Yeah. yeah. So, if, like, it will be addressed. I think, as long as it gets made, I don't care what, like, label is on the front of it, really. Yeah. Do you know? But if it gets made and it's under that Fox banner, then does that actually mean that if he comes into the next Avengers movie, is he R-rated? This is a whole conversation about the Deadpool thing we've probably had hundreds of times. Yeah, I, d- I think you write... I, I, first of all, you can write around it. Uh, like, Deadpool can just decide not to swear. He can decide to be good. Mm. You know? Um, it'd be, like, it would be funny if Deadpool actually was sent... Like, they beeped Deadpool somehow in the universe. Just- and it made sense. And only he knew about it. Right. Like, you can write him that way. Or I, Who are you most excited to see Deadpool with, now that he's at Marvel? Spider-Man would be fun. Mm. Captain America. See, oh, Cap, Cap is retired now. So he's he, retired. He, uh, who else is left? It's who they have now, really. Yeah. Who is there anyone who uses swords? Uh, someone who uses swords? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, a, a Hawkeye, when he becomes... Ronan? Ronan. <laughs> Let's not talk about Jeremy Renner for a while. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's there so many people I'd like him to meet. I'd like him to meet Doctor Strange. I think that'd be fun. I think, yeah, him and Doctor Strange would be good. I think yeah. the classic is him and Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's a classic for a reason, because you just have Tom Holland, who's just this innocent kid. The nicest boy. And he's beside the worst human. Yeah. And the thing is, like, there you go. He's existed in comics with all of these characters mm. for years and years and years and years and years. And he does. he's not effing and blinding and killing people in every frame of the comics. No. Sometimes he just shows up, cracks wise, and has an action scene. And if they have Wolverine, like, I would pay money for just a movie that has Wolverine, Deadpool, and Spider-Man just going on adventures. That would be madness. But the problem is you have to recast Wolverine. Yeah, which is a whole other Unless thing. Unless you got Hugh Jackman back for one more. Hugh Jackman, I, Tom yeah. Holland, Ryan Reynolds, Tree. Like, it would be perfect. <laughs> but I also think that... Uh, and Cap. 
Pat- the four of them <laughs> bring back in. on a road trip. Patrick Stewart, I think, has set the bar of yeah. like, no, I'm not coming back. Yeah. So now if Hugh Jackman goes back, he's... He looks like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't blame him. Uh, so yeah I just wanted to cover that because I just thought that was interesting in regards to Deadpool is going to have an R rating but their way of getting around that is that it's not going to be under the Marvel or the Disney logo but I, I totally buy that do you know like I totally support that as well because do they own they, like I'm sure they own horror franchises and things like that they don't want Mickey Mouse at the front of it no I suppose like actually I'm just thinking about that do the Marvel movies start with the Disney logo I don't know. I don't think they have the castle at the start. I think it just comes up with the Marvel, the name of, of Marvel Studios. Yeah. Now, we might say it at the end, I'm sure. Yeah, but at the start, if you go to the cinema, there's no... I don't think so, no. Interesting. I'm just thinking about that. So maybe that's just the way they've... And they'll just put a Fox logo instead. Yeah, and that'll be fine. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, also, this year... They, I have the full list of what's coming out over the next few years cool. for Marvel. Just Ooh. really quickly, uh, we have Black Widow on May first. Yeah, uh, the the Turtles in November. Uh, the Falcon of Winter Soldier and One Division is also coming out in 2020. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is next February. Ooh. Loki's in spring of next year. Doctor Strange is in May of next year. Spider Man Three is in July of next year. Um, Hawkeye is in the fall of next year. Thor is in November of next year, and Black Panther is in May of the year after. Dude, it's getting like peak saturation now, isn't it? Next year, 2021. I think there's six. Properties. Marvel properties. There's four movies, and then you'll have, you'll have the Loki, and you'll have um, Ooh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye series. Jesus. Yes. Just so you know what we're prepared for here. Can't wait. <laughs> I kind of want less. <laughs> it is like the like it's like the Netflix Marvel TV stuff. Yeah. In that there was too much in that I couldn't watch it all. Same same reason I stopped watching Arrow, Arrow and Flash. Yeah. Once again, it's too much. Yeah, they did like a, a big like seer, like Christ on Infinite Earths thing recently. They did, and I watched a clip on YouTube, and I don't understand anything that's going on. <laughs> You've been over for way too long. But I watched five seasons of Arrow. Oh yeah, I watched the first six seasons of Arrow. Yeah, right? and and I think I watched the first two seasons of The Flash. And like they're good shows. Yeah, but it's just they tie in too much. I have to watch. The yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it's I feel f- like I'm locked in. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's too big of a commitment. Okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Transformers movies. Yes. There are two new Transformers movies in the works at Paramount, Sean. Is one of them King Arthur? <laughs> I hope so. Bring back the Tooch! Bring back Tooch and Merlin. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Transformers 5 again? Ah, the whole world is a Transformer. The whole world is a Transformer. Yeah, Unicron. But that doesn't make any sense, because... Optimus Prime says he left their Earth to come to Earth. They, they left, yeah. They left the Transformer to come to Earth because it's a different Earth. But if Earth's a Transformer, that makes no sense. He didn't know. Oh, he didn't know. Didn't know. He didn't know. He's Optimus a big rum from. <laughs> How is he meant to be thinking about that stuff? No one can tell. Um, so there are two new Transformers movies in the works of Paramount. Uh, they're going to relaunch the Transformers franchise with two new movies currently in development in the studio. Variety reports the scriptwriters James Vanderbilt, who wrote The Amazing Spider-Man, Zodiac and The Meg, and Joby Harold, Army of the Dead and King Arthur, both have screenplays in the works. King Arthur, you say? I did you read I just said King Arthur I just, I just heard words King Arthur King Arthur and how does he relate to Transformers well go on 
Was he a Transformer? No, no, I think... Was he... No, he knew... He knew a Transformer. He knew a Transformer. And Merlin... There was a dragon Transformer. Oh, it was so weird. It was so weird. Yeah, it was a thing that Transformers had existed on Earth for centuries. Yeah. Even though Optimus Prime, once again, arrives in the first one, is like, I have come to save your planet from the evil robots. And there's dinosaur Transformers. Yeah, no dinosaur Transformers. Yeah. That's the one with uh, Wahlberg. That's Wahlberg's in four and five. He's in, this is four. I'm thinking of. Then. No, you're thinking of five. No, four has the dinosaurs at the end of it. Five has the dinosaurs. Five has dragons. I'm telling you, five has. Oh, uh, was it dragons and dinosaurs? I'm telling you, four has dinosaurs in it. Do you just think that Optimus Prime rides a dinosaur in four? Oh, he does. Does that the one he flies off, or is that five? He just decides he can fly. Yeah, he flies off in four. <laughs> the end and it's never mentioned in any other movie no, he's, he's just, just like okay I'll talk to you later now yeah but uh, Bumblebee hangs back doesn't he yeah and that's how he gets his own franchise although that's it in the 80s oh fuck's sake are we bringing Wahlberg back don't bring Wahlberg no, back I, I think bring Wahlberg back I think just keep him going maybe what, what do you don't. think what no he's just a dad who, uh, loves, so who loves cars he's just, he's just a, he's an all American you he's know what I mean he's a greasy boy do you remember when he dr- broke that beer off the truck and drank it all in the middle of the battle oh yeah and he looked the at Bud the guy Light. yeah the Bud Light who definitely did not sponsor that movie not at all um, so the last Transformer movie was released in 2018 which was Bumblebee's mm-hmm. or Bumblebee I should say which was made on a smaller budget than the main saga Michael Bay directed movies Bumblebee was a coming of age story which was basically a success and it grossed nearly 500 million dollars worldwide pretty good I got very positive ratings um, the movie also scored a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes people like it people, Bumblebee is actually really good it's a good for, movie because I think it's just because the rest of them are so bad yeah by comparison a smaller scale story it's is a, a lot it's better it's a smaller scale story that actually makes sense yeah Even, well it makes sense in the f- as as much as a fucking robot car can make yeah, sense. Yeah, the most sense of all. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but the next highest score in the franchise is the first Transformers, which is at fifty eight percent. So it's like first Transformers is a solid movie. Yeah, when it came out, it yeah, it's very of its time. Yeah, but I remember like say Teenage Cutter. Yeah, it's like oh, that's that's the movie. That's a like, good movie. That's the that's a good movie. Especially if you're like fourteen and that movie comes out. Oh, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the best movie ever. Uh, so the report details how, how Bumblebee's different approach to Transformers series presents Paramount with new options, and the two mystery projects will likely fear, feature brand new casts. Ooh, interesting! Yes. Brand uh, new Transformers. So that I think that's the rumor that they will be brand new Transformers and brand new. I don't know how many. There's loads of different Transformers. Yeah. Even from the cartoon series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's heaps of them. Like. Yeah. So but, you, could, you could probably pull one. But once them. you pull Optimus Prime, like, does anybody really care about anybody else? Uh, Soundwave. Sorry, Soundwave, of course. He turns into a boombox. He's, he's in the movies, isn't he? He is. Is but, he the jet fighter? No, is that, no is that's that Starscream. Like, he's a bad guy. Of course, sorry. <laughs> you know, all the Decepticons are just planes and helicopters. Who's the bad guy that turns into a gun? There's a there's a rover who's evil. Which movie is this? This no, this is an animated show. Oh, and there's a he's like the big bad guy, and he just turns into and he a just gun. turns into a fucking gun, and his his like henchman uses him. That's amazing. As a gun, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Um, but yeah, there are two mystery projects with they've hired in writers to develop multiple Transformers movies. Okay, multiple. They're not just going one, two. They're going two here. 
10 there. Plan trilogies. Disney Plus Straight show. Straight off them. Um, so obviously, I think one of them will be Bumblebee 2. I think that makes yeah, sense. I think so. If it makes $500 million and it gets a massive score and it gets re- rated very highly by re- by reviewers... Then it's automatically a sequel in Hollywood. Yes. Whereas the second one, you can go anywhere. Yeah, you have free reign. Where do you go, though? They've covered King Arthur and Merlin. They've done every aspect of history, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and dinosaurs and dragons. What if you did like a Joker-style film, but with Megatron? <laughs> All it takes is one bad day. Absolutely. Megatron. I, I'm not sure if this is true. I think I've told this story before. But I think Megatron... Have I ever told you what I think his origin story is? No, go. Oh, no, you haven't. It was in a, I think it was in a comic or something. Or, but I saw it on the internet, so I might be wrong. But mm. basically, Megatron was in a diner and he was just eating away. He's and, a robot. Yeah, and he's eating. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, and then oil, oil indeed. Petrol, uh, steak, steak, pure steak, meat. And then Megatron reaches over process? to get a straw for his drink. A straw for his? How would he process the drink? And he knocks the drink onto some dude. Oh, he knocked the drink onto some dude. A fight breaks out and Megatron gets blamed for it and he's put in prison. And then he ha- he learns to hate everyone. <laughs> is that the- this is apparently, this is what I've read. His origin is, he, he accidentally spilled a drink on somebody yeah. and got arrested. Well, listen, a fight broke out. Yeah. And he got arrested and put in prison and then he became evil and bad. How how but he turned into like Hitler. Yeah. That seems like a big overstep to the to the crime. That's why I'm I'm really hesitant to say it's his like de facto origin. Maybe it's not, I don't know. But I like that. D- <laughs> Do you? He just knocked over a drink. Why is he drinking? Oil. Oil. He's drinking oil, oil with a steak. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but one bad day. <laughs> Imagine, I'd like to see Megatron coming down those stairs, dancing. In Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I would like to see what happens. You know what I mean? You could definitely, like, there, someone could do that. Someone really. could do that on YouTube, and yeah. they just, like, edit him in dancing. Yeah, just get the model of Megatron. Oh, my God. And sleep it in a fridge. He could, he wouldn't oh, be he, able to... He'd turn into the fridge. Oh, he would... There be no need to sleep in the fridge. A smaller fridge inside the fridge. If somebody... If he turned into a fridge and then somebody slept inside him... Yeah. Would that be seen as, like, a bit socially unacceptable? I mean, it, look. It'd be like... Boundaries. Boundaries. There's no... You need boundaries in any relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't just sleep inside a robot when it's a fridge. I'm always saying that. If you turn into a fridge, I could never sleep inside you. No, I think that'd be weird for both of us. <laughs> And the listeners. <laughs> Why are we doing it live on this show? I don't know. All that here is... He's a fridge. This new podcast live system. Okay, we're going to move on from you turning into a fridge. Okay, um, thank you. I'm, I never thought I'd have to do that segue, but look. Here we are. Here we are. Oh, I turned into a segue. <laughs> the guy who created the segues yeah. died because he fell off a mountain on, on an se- off-road segue. On yeah. an off-road segue. He did go off-road, in fairness to him. That's... Oh, man. What? Nothing. No, he did. He did. He was off-road. Yeah. And then he... Well, he went too far, but he was off-road before that. Yeah. <laughs> you look at me like... Connie, you can't say that. You can't. I haven't said anything. You said he went off-road. He did. He did. It is off-road. <laughs> <laughs> 
you look so scared. I'm just so worried. What if there? What if someone's listening that knew him? The se- it's the segue man. Yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna. I don't think anyone listens to us. I normally just think it's fine. Okay, fair. <laughs> Imagine I applied for a job and they walked in <laughs> and they were like, we've been listening to your podcast. I'm Mike Segway. I'm, I'm, this is my brother Johnny Segway. We have some words to talk to you about. This is our sister, Kate Hoverboard. <laughs> she, Different she's adopted. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is New Mutants was supposed to have a big impact on the X-Men movies. Right. But it doesn't. <laughs> Of course it doesn't, because they're not making them anymore. Also, I have news on the Mew Mutants is that um, Maisie Williams... Yeah? It has come out that they... Maisie Williams and Anya Taylor-Joy, I think it is. Right. Uh, I think it's her name. I, I apologise if I uh, ruined that. But the two of them have been signed on to the New Mutants. For how long do you think? Uh, as in, like, how long... When, they... when do you think they agreed to do the project? 2014. The end of 2014, 2015. So they have been signed on to this for five years. Jesus, and nothing's coming. And nothing exists. <laughs> There's no insane. proof that they've done it. What if they signed like a three-picture deal? The thing about... So the news is that uh, along with the big impact thing, but this is just a small thing that I read that I was very excited to tell you about, is that Maisie Williams was part of the very first draft and there's been 20 drafts of the script. So they have been here for five years and read through at least 21 drafts Jesus. of the accepted script before shooting the movie and then the movie getting cancelled. And then doing reshoots. And then doing reshoots and then being brought back in 2020 for the movie to come out. And then the premiere is going to happen. Yes. And There's going to be a red carpet premiere They for have to do a press tour yes. for this movie that they can't fucking remember what happens in. Because it was five years ago. Can you remember last week? No, I don't remember yesterday. Five years ago. Can you remember what you did five what years ago? What age was I five years ago? I was, I, oh man. I think I was just starting college. Oh fucking hell. Or just in second year. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't remember it. <laughs> no. So, New Mutants, it was said to, to drastically impact the future X-Men movies going forward. That was the original plan, with Fox's The New Mutants. They were going to set up a whole new super team. Yes. Um, they were, but it was obviously going to be a horror team spin-off that would focus on a brand new set of characters. But also, it was going to be a trilogy. Um, and, oh. and many superheroes have been a part of The New Mutants over the years. But uh, Magic, Wolfsbane, Sunspot, Cannonball and Mirage will be the main heroes in the upcoming film. Well, they're all still in it. Yes. But the rule was that, or the, the thoughts were that not only were they going to have a trilogy, they were going to introduce so many more characters into this horror genre Jesus. that was going to effectively, um, the school would then be built up as like, not even a rival to the Professor X's school of excellence but like yeah. this would be where all the troubled kids go this rather like than juvie. his yeah rather than his school Jesus and then you could bring the two universes together I mean that is a bold new move yes but like I mean that's completely gone by the wayside right oh now, yeah right? absolutely yeah. yeah deadly deadly um, but I, it is interesting that they were thinking that far ahead I just want to know where exactly this movie went so so wrong I think, and actually, they've said that they didn't do that much rewriting on set for the movie. Right. So, a lot of what they originally wanted to do is going to be in this movie. So, is there going to be, like, things unresolved in this that are setting up for future... They, they, they've talked to, um, uh, what's his name? 
Boone. Boone is his, uh, Josh Boone. Josh is Boone. the director. Um, and he was giving an interview and he said that they went to Fox and they wanted to do a trilogy of films each one was it's going to be his own unique horror movie the first one was a supernatural horror movie right. and then the other two would be different types of horror movie psychological Psycho- horror what are the other types gore you oh, couldn't do a gore X-Men horror movie I don't movie. think so so it would have Not- to be psychological and then supernatural and then uh, supernatural again probably yeah <laughs> yeah where do you go from there? Thriller? Thriller, I suppose. I normally thriller is kind of psychological. Yeah, like stuff that just sticks in your head and yeah. is weird. Comedy horror. Co- a comedy horror like, movie. Like scary movie. A scary movie 4, but this time the new mutants. Exactly. Oh, very good. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I, I wouldn't use great... Wouldn't that be interesting? I, I, it would happen. It would definitely happen. But um, they are going to be doing a different horror movie. Or they were going to be doing a different horror movie every single time. Obviously, that has all been... Uh, Scuppered. Scuppered is the word I would use. Yeah, yeah. they said, uh, no thanks. They had all these plans, but then they fell in a volcano. <laughs> because they didn't make the first one very good. No. <laughs> but now, obviously, the X-Men are going to be coming into the MCU, but... The New Mutants doesn't exist in that universe. No. So this movie's just coming out for the sake of coming out. It's coming out so people will stop talking about it. You think? I think so. I don't think even that's who many people were talking about it. I, I don't know. I think it was just always this thing of, oh, New Mutants still hasn't come out. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, but I think it's interesting that they were going to use the New Mutants to build up a brand new series of X-Men movies. Yeah, it's like they're just completely... That after Logan, which is when New Mutants was announced, yeah, that they were just like, okay, and now everything else is gone. <laughs> which we still got Dark Phoenix. So everything else that. wasn't gone. Not really. No, no. they decided they'd still just have their cake and eat it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like they want to have cool stuff. Yeah. But also, what about the old original sc- trilogy that we were Ooh. doing? Oh, I like that very much. Ooh. We've signed on McAvoy for another movie, so oh, we're yes. gonna have to do that. We'll keep McAvoy. So we'll, we'll have to keep him. <laughs> um, I think. I think a New Mutants basis for all future X Men movies wouldn't have been the strongest platform to leap off of. No, I think, like. Because those are all characters we're unfamiliar with. Yes. As well. And I like Not even famous from like the animated show, so there isn't like even Not particularly, a, no. Not like, even like a nostalgia thing about it. Like that's a very comic book heavy movie as it is. Yeah. But like I don't think they would be able to do the Marvel thing, which is take all these C list characters and now make them the stars. Well you how you do that would be you make the first one amazing. And so people fall in love with it. Gardens of the Galaxy it. Exactly. You make the yeah, first yeah. one so memorable and so stand up and like, wow, I can't wait to see these characters. I want to see more of these. Do you think the new mutants was going to be that movie? I don't think <laughs> so. Not from what we've seen, anyway. No. It looks like a movie. It looks like a grand psychological supernatural oh, thriller. God, they're hitting Horror. the brief there. Oh, fair play to them. Um, okay, so do you want to talk? I have two little stories left, right? Okay. I've got one that involves the Expendables. Oh, God. <laughs> or we can move on to our big story of the week. Uh, throw in the Expendables quickly. Expendables spin-off starring Jason Statham is reportedly in development. Just on his own. Just on his own. Sounds like just a movie. Have you seen the Expendables? No. You haven't seen any of them? No. Oh, think of Fast and Furious, but bad. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, like Fast and Furious, but doesn't know... That it's... It's dumb. Oh, God. Yeah. 
And it's just old... Old action stars. Action stars getting together. Getting together. Having a punch-up. And bullets don't affect them. And they're just in fight scenes. And they just... There's five of them and there's 400 guys. But they're going to come out on top. Normally non-Americans are the villains. Of course. Normally they're from a different country. So you can just butcher them. (laughs) You can just fly through them. That'll go great in the cinemas. (laughs) Expendables 1, every story is either they fly to South America or they they fly to the east or the west. Just somewhere that's not in America. So that... And butcher a whole bunch of people. the butchering happens. Yes, it's not Americans That's so it's you have nothing to be mad about <laughs> those don't sound like good fun movies well Jason Statham is the youngest of the cast is he but here's what I'm thinking I think he's kind of having his cake and eating it too here because he's part of the Fast and Furious yeah, franchise yeah that's what I was thinking which he would make a lot more money off of and he got a Hobbs and Shaw spin off yeah he got his own spin off with The Rock he's just spinning off all his properties so now he's just like also his character this isn't even that great he's just He's just Jason Statham really cool. Yeah. Jason Statham. And he just fires some guns real well. He plays the transporter, but he's in the he's in a team. Getcha. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Sounds not great for a spin-off. It's got Sylvester Stallone in it, but you take him out and you take everybody else out. I mean it's gonna be a much cheaper film to make. It is, there's only gonna be one of them in the ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> the whole ensemble. I hope they try and recreate like the expendables poster with all of them lined up. Oh but it's just Statham. <laughs> There's ten of him in different outfits. Yeah, the shoot for that is going to be a oh, nightmare. Man. Um, the the group of mercenaries of obviously the Expendables is uh, you've got Stallone, um, Arnie has been in them, Bruce Willis has been in them, obviously Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, you had Jean Claude Van Damme was in, and Chuck Norris was in Jesus the second or third one. So it's every eighties action star. It's just... Yeah. They're getting a run at it. Yeah, and they just come back at every action scene. Like, it is really dumb stuff. But, but it doesn't know it's dumb. I think the first one definitely doesn't know it's dumb. Right. But I think the second and third one, I think it has a little more... The, what I would recommend... The, be, the best part of it is... Um, sometimes, I think they do realise... Yeah. And they give off an impression of... When Chuck Norris arrived... Like, it was very, you know that scene in Dodgeball where he's like, thank you, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Thank you, and he sticks his tongue. That was the vibe I was getting, and that's the vibe you should be hitting all the time. The tongue is firmly in the cheek. Yeah, you should constantly be hitting that vibe. Yeah. Just like, this is all ridiculous. It's all just a bit of fun. Sly that's... is clearly 97 years old. Dolph Lundgren is very old. Yeah. <laughs> like, Their they, voters want to go home. They would die if they were surrounded by 100 men with machine guns. Terry Crews is in them as well, actually. Oh, man, he's yeah. a young man to be in those. He's not actually that young. Is he not? He's ripped to shreds. But yeah, he Terry Crews is nearly 50. Man. I think. Fair play to him. I, I mean, he might actually be 50. I don't, I don't want to put that on the man. I, don't, I actually don't know how old he is. He looks like he's been 35 for the past decade. Have you uh, watched his um, My Schedule for the Day video? No. It's That man, is, he's a maniac. Is he just gymming and eating? He wakes up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, right? right. He does the rock take where he gyms. Right? He wakes up, protein shake. Yeah. Gym. Jesus. He doesn't eat until 2 o'clock in the day. Fuck. He fasts until 2 in the day. So he wakes up at 4, goes to the gym, does half a day's of work, and then he eats his lunch at 2. Which 10 is, hours. Which is his breakfast. Jesus. Yes. That's how he stays so ripped. Because he's just... It's he, just protein shakes and gymming, and then how he keeps the abs is he doesn't eat. Good God. Yes. Terry. Have a yogurt, and then when he does eat, he just like eats his body weight and food, and then he yeah. won't eat again, and he burns it off immediately. Yeah, 
that's unreal. Yeah, no, it's Terry's a very nice man, but I don't know how he's so happy. If, if that was my life, I'd be I'd be sad. And he's acting in the middle yeah. of all this, <laughs> doing Brooklyn. Yeah, you can't be doing Brooklyn Nine Nine at a shooting set. You'd be there all day, like yeah. Hot lights. Uh, yeah, no, that's not great. And they but provide catering. Do, do you want to watch an Expendables spin-off? Do you want to watch the Expendables? Neither and no. Thank you very much. Okay, we're finishing off this week with um, our big news. And this is news that I am very excited about. This is probably not even big news really anywhere else. But you just like it. But I just like it. Yeah. Justice League Dark. Oh, this is the part of the show where I get to kick back and you can explain oh, uh, something to me. This never gets to happen. So Isn't just, it nice? Justice League Dark is back on track. Back on track? It was off the track for a it while? It was off, off the track for quite a while, but in a different way. So Justice League Dark is... Uh, it's like the... I was going to say it's like the Justice League, but da- I'm not going to say but dark. I'm going to say it's like the Justice League, yes. but all of the characters in it are supernatural or oh. magic-based. Oh, Yes. Like actual magic? Yes. Interesting. So, um, and the thing with it, they had its own animated movie actually a few years ago, but Justice League Dark uh, is seen, it's a, it's a team that basically was set up to fight supernatural things that the Justice League won't be able to fight. Okay. And they're normally like anti-heroes or like just a lot of just dark people. Just moody pricks. Yeah, moody dickheads. Yeah. All of the one team. Um, now, originally they were going to do like a, a straight to TV a movie, movie or a series or something like that. Okay. Um, but back in November, J.J. Abrams' company, Bad Robot Productions, bought a something from Warner Brothers, the rights for something, and nobody knew what it was. Okay. And it's now come out that they have that they have bought the exclusive right for developing film and TV ideas centered on the Justice League Dark characters. Okay, so they're yes, they're probably going to make a go of this. It looks yes. Like. Okay. Uh, as of right now, there aren't any specific characters or projects in development. The outlet mentioned that Bad Robot's head of motion pictures, Hannah Mingella, the head of television, Ben Stevenson, will be meeting with JJ and the prospective writers and their agents soon about which characters they want to spotlight in what way in movies and TV shows. Is there any characters that you know of who would be like central to the story okay so there's there's a few that the team's lineup has included John Constantine oh it's got I like Con- John Constantine it's got Zatanna it's I don't got, know who that is it's got Deadman it's got Swamp Thing I've heard of Deadman and Swamp Thing Black Orchid you won't know Black Orchid no Madame Xanadu you definitely won't Not know Madame Xanadu uh, Dr. Mist and loads more so um so obviously Swamp Thing and Constantine were both TV shows they've both been cancelled yeah but they're both Part of the Justice League Dark. Is there a Constantine movie? Um, was Keanu Reeves Constantine? Do you know what? I think he, there might have been a Constantine movie. Yeah, I think I remember it being all right if it did exist. I, I haven't seen it, but I remember reading it. Yeah. So that's that's all I can that's, give you. That's fact. Um, but yeah, in terms of Justice League Dark, it, the actual team has been around that long. It's only been like 2011 since oh, right. the team came around Um, and I've done like a lot of research on this because like obviously I know some stuff but I I wouldn't be the biggest Just League Dark reader I've seen the animated movie um, but as I said the original team would have been um, so you have Xanadu and uh, her big thing is she's the one who Madame Xanadu I should say and she's the one who actually got them together she's like a mystic Okay. And uh, Enchantress was 
if like damaging Enchantress was basically just being a little bitch Enchantress from Suicide Squad yeah Okay. She she was like just dancing. Okay. Cara Delevingne was just dancing weirdly, dancing and, away and they were like, "Oh, where's Captain Boomerang? We need a robotic boomerang." They said, "Right, <laughs> of course." So she was doing her weird dance, and she was ruining the fucking sea. Yeah, and the Justice League weren't around, or like the Justice League weren't uh, able to attack her because Superman obviously is super like super weak against magic. Yeah, and so Madame Xanadu said, "What we need is we need a team." That's specifically based in magic that can take down magic creatures. Some sort of suicide squad. Abracadabra gang. <laughs> she did say abracadabra gang. Yes, that okay. was that's what they're actually called. <laughs> so uh, she got together with uh, John Constantine, who's like detective. How would you describe John Constantine? Detective, like spirit medium kind of. Yeah, thing. and he's just a dickhead, and he's just like always smoking cigarettes, and he's just really aggressively angry all the time. Yeah, he's like an old school comic book hero. Yeah, but he's uh, magic. Uh, you have Zatanna, who's a magician. She's in Young Justice. She's um, she is her magic comes from her saying things backwards, and then they happen. Oh man! Yeah, that's crazy. She has the is word- she just really good at speaking backwards? <laughs> <laughs> she's actually magic but how she makes the spells is she just says what she wants to happen backwards and then it'll just happen okay. but she's really magic she's really powerful um, she was she's actually I think the only one out is that she was part of the Justice League and Justice League Dark at the same time working between the two of them. yeah she, oh. she's super powerful right um, you still haven't watched Young Justice man come nah, on man. pull it together I'll watch it eventually um, you've Dead Man who I will give a spoiler yeah I'm going to be doing him for Hero Zero this week. Oh, sick. So I don't want to cover him too much. But uh, Deadman is a trapeze artist who passed away. Oh, no. But was given the option to stick around as a ghost to try and right the wrongs that he made. Of trapeze artist life. (laughs) That he made when he was a person. So he was a very selfish person when he was alive. So he's like, he's a ghost that can like take over other people's bodies. Oh, and he's actually he in the Justice League Dark movie. There's a scene where like he takes over Batman's body to talk to Zatada. So he takes them over and he like learns all their things. But he'll be able to talk through them, right? And he took over Batman's body, and he could only last like ten seconds because he's like, this dude is strong. He's Fuck, fighting he, me. mentally, he doesn't care. Like because most people just like they just get taken over. Is that not super bad though? If he's trying to atone for stuff and he's just possessing people, it, it's not. You see, it's it's a thing of like he possesses them, but to to like do right rather right. than possesses them to do wrong what if he loses and someone gets shot that I don't know okay. <laughs> um, you've also got there There was a guy called Shade the Changing Man in the team he could change reality that seems overpowered Se- seems seems um, what's her name uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, Etragon has been in it. Etragon. He's a, he's a demon. Oh, all right. A little, a Different de- Etragon. I was thinking de- of. <laughs> And Swamp Ting, who is just a big thing from a swamp. Yeah. You might... It's it's in the day. So that's what I like. Exactly. We need more heroes like um, Swamp Ting. They, they, just as Lee Derek also stay in like a little house in the comic books. They have their own house. Haunted and Mansion. they can travel interdimensionally in the house. Ooh. The house just travels interdimensionally. Oh, so it's like and a true fun... time. Li- it's a fun little like camping They're situation. like a little team. Yeah, a little and, family. Uh, just as Lee Derek, my... My last piece of bit news is that the only thing I remember about Just Lee Dark is that Guillermo del Toro was very interested in developing a movie Ooh. based off these after he did Hellboy and Hellboy 2. Oh, so he was like, I want to do darker 
And he's stories. all about fucking weird monster shit, yeah. like magic shit. Oh, see so now I want his version. Exactly. So he was down to do that, and he he backed out. This was years back. I know this might be like 2015 or 2016, but um, he was down to do it. And everyone was very excited because he'd be the one man you'd want. Oh yeah, you trust him to with do a, a swamp movie. thing. He's yeah. all about fi- weird fish things, weird fish things, and man with men with eyes for hands. <laughs> Yeah, so like, um, he was down to do that, he's backed out, so now JJ has come in, and they're hopefully, hopefully going to be developing, would you rather see a movie or a TV series with this crew? Ooh. It's magic, dark magic based. See, movie, you'll get the budget for it. Mm. TV series, the there's a lot of effects to do. It might just look like the Constantine CW TV show. Literally, yeah. Mm. No, I think I'd like the movie more. I think the guy who plays Constantine in that TV show is amazing. I think he's class. He's really, really good. Um, you could really, really cast him again. Like I don't think anyone would mind. No, he's perfectly cast in that role as Dickhead. Dickhead yeah. who's just like really doesn't magic. Care about doesn't anyone. care. Yeah. Um, and But do you think people will watch this? Like if nobody went... Here's my one question to you. If nobody went to see Justice League, mm, will people anyone? go see Justice League Dark? See, if you just do it as a story... Like, you need to, you need to, like, and you're going to end up hiring unknowns so that you can cut, like, the actor's budget. You're not hiring Brad Pitt to be in this, you know? I think you have to cast one star, at least. Like, the Eternals cast Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I know, but, like, to to make this movie do well, you need to do, like, the Joker thing. Mm. Where it costs a little to make, but it makes a lot of money. Right. So you need to... Sleep in a fridge. Sleep in a fridge. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you need to... The, the, whatever you make it needs to be the absolute best you can do for the absolute least you can have I think that's the goal for every movie though but, uh, the, but some like, it can't spiral out of control this movie can't cost 400 million dollars to make I agree how much did Justice League I think Justice League cost a lot of money to yeah, make yeah because there was reshoots and everything with yeah that. but I think Justice League Dark is JJ the right man to bring this forward is this his ballpark or does he just oh. like these characters I think he might just like these characters. I don't think he's the wrong person to do it. He's a safe option, as we've learned from JJ. We have recently. Yeah. Um, see, but do you want this to be safe, or do you want it to be, like... Don't don't make it... Justice League Dark is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or it could be. It could for be. For the DC. It's a weird it, fucking property. But it could be a character-making. Yeah. Like. It's a weird property that nobody's ever heard of. And like you're massively into comics, you don't really know much about this no. stuff. I am big into DC comic books, and I probably my knowledge of this is very limited. But like, it is Guardians. If you get the right director, and you get Guardians had Zoe Saldana, but that was it. Yeah, really. Yeah, Chris Pratt had done Parks and Rec and things but, like that. And Dave Bautista was a wrestler. Yeah, like, Bradley Cooper, he didn't even see it. It's a, it's about building something. You can literally build something from nothing if you cast. It's very hard to get everything right, though. Director yeah. and all the castings. And script. And script. And effects. You have to make these characters likeable. But they're assholes. But they're assholes to each other. But they can't all be just quippy and clever. I don't think Zatanna is an asshole. Zatanna's like... On the level, she's just... Zatanna, uh, she's part of the Justice League. She's like a really good person. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, you, yeah they can't all be the same character. They can't all think the same. They need to bounce off of each and other. And cast Cara Delevingne as Enchantress again. Absolutely. And have her little, do a little dance. Cast that dude from Constantine as Constantine. Okay. Cast, uh, who would you play, who would you get to play Dead Man? 
Uh, hmm, dead man. Because that's a ghost, really. It's a ghost, but he's from. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to like this. What? He's from Boston. Oh. And he's called Boston Brand. And he's got a very thick Boston accent. So I'm thinking. Maybe what Mark Wahlberg bring back the Wahlberg. I'd like to what announce my departure from the podcast. <laughs> I'm just sick of this. What about uh, Casey Affleck? Casey Affleck. <laughs> Guy Pierce, but doing a Boston Guy accent. Pierce. Oh man, uh, I think Justice League Dark could make them a lot of money, but I also think DC's track record. Drives me to believe that they might not make the most money that they could possibly make off this property. Yeah, and if you call it Justice League, Dark, that does imply the existence of a Justice League. Oh yeah, Spin- that Justice League doesn't exist anymore. Sp- no, spin it off into a CW show because they have the Justice League now. But then it's just Constantine again. Yeah, everyone knows him. <laughs> but everyone that was cancelled. Yeah, but Justice League Dark wasn't. Oh, very good. I think it would just be Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, again. probably actually. Yeah, at the end of Crisis, they all get they like sit at a table, okay, all together, and they all have little like n- symbols on their chairs. Oh, yeah. that's very nice. It's quite a nice Isn't little nice? scene. Spoilers. Ah, look, who cares? Ah, look, be glad. Yeah, who's watching? There's it? so many series. There's too many. Um, I think that's it for Moving Mondays this week. What a week! Yeah, what a week indeed. Yeah. Do, do you, you want to? Um, I was going to say, do you want to take us out? But you also. Want to give a bit of a shout out to our Patreon? Yeah, I have a task. So we uh, have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link is in the description if you're interested. Uh, but we have a lot of people that support us over there. So I'd just like to thank them. Mm. Uh, just everyone at our $2 level gets a shout out on the show. So big thanks to Alexander Williams, Kira Lawler, Ed Ball, Heather Lewis, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley and Ryan Evanson. Thank Thank you all so much, folks. You're the best. Thank you very much. Uh, I love you more than Connor does. Yes. (laughs) Nagging them. I love it. (laughs) They could do more. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. You're doing enough. You're you're very brave to wear that outfit. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Not you. (laughs) Talking to them. Oh. 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 Nagging them. (laughs) I'm not brave at all. Uh, We're on all the social medias. Uh, Facebook, Here's For Hire Podcast. Instagram, Here's For Hire Podcast. Twitter, at Here's For Hire Pod. Four is the number four. Or you can email us, Here's For Hire underscore at Outlook.com. As always, tell one human being that we exist. That's the best way to help out the show. Good stuff. Thanks. Actually, I want to... Free reign this week. Okay. You can tell two people. Oh. Yeah. What? Tell two people we exist. Two? You're you're allowed just this once. Why? What's the the change of the road? I'm scared now. What's the change of the road? Sure, it's coming up to Valentine's Day, Connor. Oh, nice little Valentine's Day activity, you and, your, you and your beloved. For the whole of February, until Valentine's Day, yeah. so half of February, half February, you get to tell two people that we exist. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been caught on. I've been shot. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.